This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Inside, inside Access with Jason LaConfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. Your master's and bachelor's goals haven't changed and neither has Stevenson University's online commitment to you. Visit online.stevenson.edu. 105.7 The Fan. The trade deadline has come and gone, and it was a wild one, and uh, perfect time to bring on, uh, courtesy of the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline, someone that Jason Formey invented the trade deadline, among yes, other things. He patented it. From CBS Sports, it's Pete Prisco. And Pete, good afternoon. Thank you, as always, for joining us. So when you invented the trade deadline, did you have yesterday in mind? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we need activity, right? I mean, yes. the NFL doesn't own the whole year. They have to own something else in the middle of the week on a Tuesday, right? So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, of course I invented that. You know that. <laughs> well, Pete, who do you think was the biggest winner at the trade deadline? The Vikings. I, I think getting mm-hmm. Hawkinson is mm-hmm. big for them. Uh, I mean, he's A, in, he can block, which yeah. the tight ends haven't been able to do. And he's one of those better blocking tight ends. and. And he's going to be able to be a factor in the middle of the field. I think that's a steal. And it's weird that you trade in your own division. And I know those teams traded before, but that was a strange one to me. Well, Pete, I do have your power rankings up, in which you invented that as well. You had the Vikings at four, and it just seems like not many people are talking about them at six and one. What has you confident about that team? Well, I think they're going to lose this week, by the way, so FYI. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just think, look, offensively, they're going to be really good every week, uh, you know, until there's a big game, then Kirk Cousins will get that glazed look on his face and that'll be the end of that. But but until there's a big game, uh, I think they're they're good on offense and the defense has taken some time to get adjusted. I mean, it, it's a new system and you see guys like Harrison Smith playing way back in the middle of the field, which he hadn't been doing a lot uh, in the last regime. So I, I think they're good. I just don't know how good they are. Um, but again, there's a lot of bad teams in this league. That there are. What do you make of the Ravens? Uh, they don't really part with twos very often, and they part with a two for an off-ball linebacker 
who's probably going to walk, right? Because they can't tag him, and he's going to want over $20 million a year. So it may prove to be a rental. It's a really good football player, but what do you think of the overall transaction? A little overrated as a football player, by the oh. way. I mean, he makes a lot of tackles, but you know, he's not necessarily the, the player that the tackles would indicate, I don't think. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's a great player. Uh, is he an upgrade to what they have? Probably. Um, and they needed to get help there. You know, Bynes, Bynes is still banged up, right? Yes. yes. A banged up. Yeah, so and he, they and he couldn't run before he got banged up, Pete. Yeah. Pete. And Queen, Queen hasn't worked out at all. So they have to get upgraded there. I get it. I understand it. Their defense is starting to play a little bit better. Um, but I, I don't know if I would have given up a two for Roquan Smith on a rental. We're speaking to Pete Prisco. It's Inside Access on the fan. And Pete, sticking in the AFC North, the Bengals, and they laid an egg uh, against the Browns on Monday Night Football. It seemed like that offense was really getting things together. I get it that they lost, lost Jamar Chase. He's out four to six weeks. But what do you make of Cincinnati? The offensive line was terrible that day. I mean, just absolutely pathetic. They couldn't block anybody. And and, uh, you know, that led to Burrow being, uh, you know, holding the ball, turning the ball over. they got to be better on the offensive line. And, you know, you could talk about having Chase or not. I mean, Higgins is a darn good receiver, so is Boyd. If you can't block, you're not going to win those games. And I'll chalk that up to a tough Monday nighter on the road, you know, first game without Chase. I, I still think they're going to get things going and, and turn things around and be in the mix. But that was a bad performance by them on Monday. My guy, Tua Tungavaloa, leading the NFL in passer rating, leading the NFL in yards per attempt. Now they go and get Bradley Chubb. I know you're a bit of a Tua skeptic, perhaps. I think that might be fair. Are you buying Miami as potentially the third best team in the AFC? I no, I don't think it was. Yeah, I mean the AFC. There's when you. Who else could it be? It's not a very good conference. I mean, yeah, it's like them, the Ravens, the Bengals. I mean, I don't the know if Titans, you, you want to make a case the for. Titans. You know, I mean, look, I, Tua, I, I was a skeptic. I'm not going to, you know, I said this week, I think I might have been wrong about him, but I've been a skeptic. Uh, again, uh, you did it against the Lions, and I think I could line up YouTube. I didn't, I'd get a couple hundred throwing the ball against the Lions. So. I got good hands, Pete. So, uh, <laughs> Faster than he looks. No, I mean, we need speed. We, I need that Tyreek Hill. Uh, yeah. Jalen that Hall. would be T-Bone. So can you run? I can stretch the field. Yeah. I know, and I know Lockham Four can't run. So Just I'm throw it in my belly. So, uh, I need um, but yeah, I mean, you can't look, miss it. Now they go on the road again. They go on the road again this week against the Bears. The Bears aren't a good team, but we know that track is a lot slower. I mean, it's outside. Let's see. Let's yeah. see. But I, uh, I'll be the first one to admit. I said it this week. The Tua Colt came after me. They resurrected a tweet I, <laughs> I had from the from the spring, and uh, I said I was, I've been wrong about him. The kid has done everything and anything that uh, I I didn't expect him to do, which was play with anticipation, accuracy, and get the ball out. By the way. You know, the three, he threw for over 350, three touchdowns, no picks, and the completion percentage is 80%. You know who didn't do that in his career? Dan Marino. Wow. Woof. Well, I, like I said, like I said, I was on Joe Rose's show this morning. You know, former tight end who played with him. I said, Joe, if Dan played against that Lions team right oh, now, geez. he would have thrown for six hundred and uh, no picks, and and his completion percentage wouldn't have been as high because he would have driven the ball down the field more. Well, but, and you can't you can't mangle wide receivers to line of scrimmage anymore. I mean, it's a totally right. different deal. Right. I mean, Dan Marino's the greatest passer, pure passer who ever played the game, period. Pete, you were also always a Russell Wilson skeptic. How, how do you feel about Russ after what you've watched so far this season? They they did win in London, but he didn't look that good there either. You are what you are. You are what you are. I mean, look, is age starting to be a factor? And he doesn't move Could around be. like he used to. And, and that was a big part of who he was, was his ability to get out. I don't. I think they need to let him play faster and freer and looser. 
Uh, but even at times when he's done that, he hasn't looked as good. And, again, I go back to what I always said about Russell Wilson. He was a nice, really nice complimentary piece on a great team that had a great defense. They were – think about that. They led the league in scoring defense four straight years. The only other team who did that was the 50s dynasty, the Browns. And, and so that it makes it a lot easier to play quarterback. Um, I, I think he's better than what he's shown. I don't think he's ever been as good as what everybody else thought he was. It's a disaster in Denver. It's also a disaster in Green Bay, Pete. They do have the Lions this week, but they sit at three and five. Are they done? You know, they look like it, but I, there were glimpses of stuff you saw in the second half against Buffalo though, that give you a little optimism. I mean, you know, the, the, the young receiver made some plays. Dogs, yeah. That's a good thing. And, and, you know, so there's some hope there. And, again, if, if ever you want to fix your offense, Go play Detroit because they're the perfect time. Yeah. They're, they're, they're historically one of the worst defenses we've ever seen. And it's funny, after coming out of hard knocks, we were talking about Aaron Glenn being a head coach. <laughs> I still think he's a good coach. It just goes to prove you can't get things fixed when you don't have a lot of great players. And, and so I think that's the problem with Detroit. Can the Packers fix it? Wild card route maybe, but that's it. Um, Philadelphia Eagles. Where are you on on them? I feel like for a period of time, people were looking at them and saying they're sort of overrated. I almost wonder if they're not getting enough credit because they seem to be a really balanced outfit to me on both sides of the ball. And deep, you know, they're yeah. a deep team. Like if if they lose an offensive lineman for a little period of time, they're going to be they're going to be able to replace them. They're the one one of the few teams that can. And, uh, you know, that's a, give Howie a lot of yep. credit. A lot, you know, he's taken a lot of crap, and he's made some good deals for that team. I mean, A.J. Brown turned out to be a great deal. And, they're you know, they're a tough physical team. They get they add Robert Quinn. They have a bunch of guys they can rotate in, rush the passer. And they're hard to prepare for. You know, and that's the thing about them. If you play them in the regular season, it's hard to prepare for them. That's why tomorrow night, usually a big advantage on Thursday night for the home team. But preparing for that Eagles offense is tough to do on a short week. And and you look at their schedule, the schedule's easy for until I think until they play the Giants down the road. The schedule's really easy. Pete Prisco, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you so much for your time. One, I want to ask you guys something. Real sure. Quick. Yeah. What was the reaction to the Roquan Smith trade in Baltimore? I, I thought it was real. I, I think Kenny was head I, over heels in love yeah, with it. I was calling for that trade before it happened. So I guess we're on we're on opposite sides. Kenny on that was one, making out with that trade during yeah. breaks in the show. Well, no what talk. About you? What about you? Jason? Um, I like the aggressiveness. I think it's a little misplaced. I would have liked to see them do, use those assets for a receiver. Yeah, probably. I, I, I probably agree with you. I just don't think an off-the-ball linebacker is uh, really going to impact what they do. They've gotten by with some of those guys over the years. I, I didn't I didn't like it, particularly on a rental. It just doesn't make yes. sense for a rental. I'll be accepting all your apologies in a few weeks. Thank you. Okay. And we'll be, when, we'll when be misses, collecting your tears if they don't win the World Series. When he's making tackles 10 yards down the field. <laughs> Uh, it'll be better than Patrick Queen. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, that I'll say. I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah. Oh, Pete, thanks as Enjoy always, Enjoy the buddy. sunshine, brother. Take care. See, it's inside access. Hey, coming up, we're going to switch gears to baseball, and Game 3 of the World Series last was last night. And it was a bit ugly for the road team. And here's the key question. Was Lance McCullers tipping pitches? We'll tell you next year on The Fan. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman on The Fan. Inside access to the Orioles. Brooks, Cal, Manny. It's the hot 
Corner with Jason, Ken, the fan. Sponsored by Home Life Roofing and Remodeling. Call Home Life Roofing and Remodeling today for your free estimate and to learn more about their $47.99 roof and gutters offer. Visit homeliferoofing.com or call 410-864-0178. Over the lead in the first pitch to Harper. Hit high in the air. Deep right center field. It is gone. Rice Harper with his first big World Series moment. And the Phillies strike first, taking an early 2 to nothing lead. Bryce Harper hit a home run the last pitch he saw in the NLCS, mm-hmm. and he homered on the first pitch he saw at home in the World Series. Back-to-back pitches at Citizens Bank Ballpark, out of the park. And Jason, he was sitting on that pitch oh. like he knew it was coming. Yes. And he crushed it. John Smoltz knew that he knew yes. that it was coming. Yes. And he didn't miss it. He got all of it. And that place went bonkers, and the route was on. Um, look, you can talk about trends with McCullers, and he he doesn't really trust his fastball, and it's it's all you know uh, change ups and curveballs and slurvy stuff and deception, and it's not velocity. That that's everybody. I mean, that's who he is. Like that is something new. They clearly. Clearly saw at least one thing, maybe multiple well, things. There was a. It was the everybody's glow. seen the, the the clip now. The knee, yes. The, yeah. How the knee is on a yeah, fastball, where yeah, the, the height of the glove and the space between his legs as he's um, in the windup. Like, come on. There's a seminal moment there after Harper scores. And Alec Baum is in the on-deck yeah. circle. And he calls him over. Yes. And you see him screaming, Balmer, Balmer. And he can't hear him. Finally get him to come over. He tells him something. And what he's telling him is, look for this. And Baum leads off the next inning and hits another home run. Yes. Yeah, he's not saying, wow, man, how cool is it to play a World yeah. Series home game? This crowd yeah. is loud. Yeah, it's yeah. electric. By the way, Why aren't you wearing thing. a Philly fanatic headband like me? Although he was not wearing <laughs> no, a fanatic headband last, last night. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they were on to something. I mean, I hear some people say, "Well, he didn't. He didn't give up that many hits. Every hit he gave up was a freaking home run. It he was gave up five home runs and seven and I, runs." I, I, look, there's been a lot of time when people say, "Oh, it's a long season." They're in November. The Astros have probably averaged three days off a week over the last five days. They won other series quickly. They swept everybody, and they had a ton of off time between every series. Go to your bullpen, well, Dusty. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He didn't have it, and he, they were they were on to him. Get him out of there well, after three. This isn't 1985. He's got this the is baseball. But it's not. But like this is 2022, where everybody the, the leases are shorter in the regular season. The playoffs, it's like immediate. Why is he still in the baseball game? But like you just got a rain day off, where that you didn't even really need. There's another off day built in in a couple days, and you have the best and deepest bullpen in baseball, and you haven't really had to go to them at all lately. Why are you waiting to see what McCullers has in the fourth and the fifth so he can give up more home runs? It was silly. I, I didn't get that at all. And then like, it's 7 nothing, and you still have to use some bullpen arms anyway. Like, du- what you- Dusty was being way too old school. And it, like, you you need to yank that guy immediately, and it cost him a chance at winning that baseball game. And conversely, this Phillies bullpen throughout the postseason and the fact that they didn't use their top guns last yep. night because Suarez goes five innings of three-hit ball. So they're really set up down the stretch. Uh yeah, Nola tonight. I mean, if Nola's yeah. Nola, which he wasn't the first time yeah. out, then this could be... All of a sudden, 3-1. Woo! Could get ugly. Also, in baseball news, we found out yesterday during the show, Ramon Orias, gold glove winner, 
Michael Elias, this uh, him earlier this year talking about Orias. Let's hear it. You claim uh, players off of waivers. It's hard to say that you have real huge expectations at that point. I mean, obviously there was something interesting with him. He is really settling at third base this year. I think that's the big difference. He was a kind of a utility fringe shortstop, fringe second base, kind of move him around. And Brandon Hyde and those guys kind of gave him more of a clear shot to just settle in at third base. And his actions over there have worked really well with that position. I think he's arguably playing an above average third base overall. I don't know what the numbers say right now. Um, but it's really kind of turning into a home for him. I'll say this. He was a guy that, quite frankly, I didn't think was a good defensive player last year. And well, well, I didn't he, like him at second or short. Yeah, and and they, he finds a home at third and played a hell of a third base, so much so that he got noticed and not only was a finalist, but he wins the damn gold glove. He wins the gold glove. We all think Mateo should have. I mean, you look at any advanced metric, it should have been Jorge Mateo. Go to fan graphs. There's been a lot of articles written about it. It's, a, it's kind of stunning that Mateo didn't. He wasn't like, even in the top three. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. But regardless, they were both waiver claims. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about that. Yeah. Both waiver claims. It's pretty phenomenal. It does beg the question, though, next year, what does this do? Like, either one of them as a super utility guy is great, although I don't like Ramon at short, even in even for a game a week. Um, I wonder what it does for his trade value. I mean, Gunnar Henderson barely has played any second base. I mean, I I, I don't know. Like, you, you could do yeah, it. I like, think Gunnar's your third baseman. I agree. But think about this. So we all believe Adley Rutschman has gold gloves in his future, right? Yes. Cedric Mullen's already a gold glove caliber center fielder. The shortstop got robbed. The third baseman got it. The first baseman has come leaps and bounds, and yeah. I bet you next year is in the equation. It's pretty interesting, especially with a pitching staff that's probably going to need some help. Like, I know people want to run certain guys out of here because they think something else is sexier, but I really feel like this regime is going to lean into the defense pretty hard. Well, but don't you think Gunner's a very good like everybody's everybody says the reason you leave uh Mateo at short is because this guy could win gold gloves at third base. I think he could. Could he win one at second? I, I don't know. He's too big to play second base. Uh, is he? I don't, how big's Jonathan Scope? He was a finalist. Yeah, but that's but that's the outlier, not the norm. Peak's probably an outlier. Yeah. I, I think I think you've increased one guy's trade value from a waiver claim to a guy that can probably help you somewhere else. You got a glut of or players. You keep him, or you keep him as a utility guy. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Well, it also depends on Ken. You've been banging the Carlos Correa. Yeah. You know, if he ends up coming here, then again, Damn right. you, you got first world problems. Maybe Mateo's Hey, utility, he got his guy Roquan Smith. Did. I did. Can you bat two maybe, for two? <laughs> maybe, Gigi, all the Baltimore football, I mean, Baltimore sports, sports. GMs are going to listen to you. Can I remind everyone I'm 16 and 8 on my best bets? <laughs> what is it? Like, we've put your last five weeks. We uh, started 3 and 13 6. I started 3 and that, 6. That, so I'm 13 and, uh, what am I, 18 and, uh, 16 and 8. So I'm 13 two. and 3. Well, I was 3 and 6, right? Yeah, 13 and 2. Yeah, 13 and 2. 13 and 2. Yeah, so yeah. Well, short change or something. Yeah, 13 and 2 since starting 3 and 6. I, I am on fire, baby. I love these games. Hey, coming up next, the, you know what? We all love this. Stone's always on the fire. The people hey. demanded it. Say the people have demanded more it's Stone Cold Facts. It's a staple. It's a weekly, bi-weekly <laughs> staple. It's hangouts. It's Mountain Dew and more. We learn more about Stone next year on The Fan. Inside Access with Jason and Ken. 
Stone Cold Facts. Stone Cold Phelps. Where we get the scoop straight from the international man of mystery, Stone Money Phelps, about what makes him tick and the misdeeds he may have done. And that's the bottom line. The Stone sets up. Yes, it's time to learn more about the man, the myth, the legend, Stone Phelps. And uh, Stone, the floor is yours. Guys, we'll get a hangout question today. I won't, I won't hold Thank you God. on that one. We also have a Mountain Dew question, but okay. those are kind of the highlights. We'll save those for a little later. All right. right. Well played. Social media. Which social media do I use the most? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok? TikTok's the wild card. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's the definitely tic- not Facebook. I don't right? know. Yeah, I don't think he's much. I don't think he's much on the on the Facebook. I don't think it's Instagram either. Well, I'm hmm. only thing I'm on is the Twitter, and I don't see him on the Twitter. He does a tweet a little bit. There's there's a lot of twatching, right? Like I feel like I do that. Yeah. yeah. Twitter is definitely the one that I use the most. I, so I you're not saying I, necessarily Stone to clarify not that you post the most, no, but no. that you consume the most. Consume the most. So posting oh. is included in that, right? Likings included, scrollings included. Uh, he does do Twitter. He does do... T- it's Twitter or TikTok? Yeah, TikTok I'm out on. I don't know anything can, about that. Uh, TikTok's big in... in yeah, our, I could see generation. him being the talk. You, you want to go TikTok? The one video that on you talk. got... The video you saw with him and the girls from the Hangout, was that was that on? What was that on? I don't remember a that video. Was, it was a picture. And oh, that, yeah, that, that was, was a story Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah, that was yeah. Instagram, Instagram story. Go with that. Is that yeah. available? Yeah, no, Instagram's one of the choices. I don't think it's Instagram. No. Oh, that, was, that was the gal. You want to go with the talk? Ken's the best the here. Ken's the best at this game. I, I say I, we talk it up. Okay, I was going to lean Twitter, but I'll go with TikTok. You sure? All I'm right. going to say it's got to be Instagram. I, I'm scrolling are, the gram. Are, are you guessing, or is that the answer? Yeah, well, like, I don't have like data in front of me that says I'm on Instagram more than the other ones. But <laughs> I would say I'm I'm like 98% sure I'm on Instagram more so than 90. the other ones. Were you waiting for us to convince you which one was the right oh, answer? Oh, no, I, I was going with Instagram well, the whole way. You don't sound two. that committed to it. No. Well, number two, yeah. I would say TikTok. I would say TikTok's number two. Right, I don't go on Twitter that often, especially not Facebook. I, I yeah. didn't think it was Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, he's so never on how, Facebook. How, how close was this race? If you had to give it a percent, I mean, how much more on TikTok are you then? Do you post on the talk? The gra- I mean, how much more on the gram than the talk? Okay, so I used to post on TikTok. I don't really? anymore. I kind of deleted the videos. I want to see those kinda, kinda Did you make videos? Kinda, I did. They were like kind of dancing cringe. and stuff. No, no. no. He, what he would you do? I would hangouts. just like talk. It was it was not good. About but sports or other stuff. Some sports, let's, some hangout stuff. You let's know, move it along. I don't know. This sounds pretty fertile. <laughs> Wait, uh, can you go to that Wayback Machine? Is, there, is it? Is there a way to dig those back up? Probably, but they they're gone. They're gone. Oh, I don't know. T-Bone, give it an assignment. <laughs> All right. We're going to go. The music where you going? Next one, we're here. Favorite board game. Favorite classic Ooh. board game. Chess, Connect Four, Trouble, or Clue? I love Trouble. Trouble's great. I mean, I mean Connect Four, Connect game four is great. <laughs> Clue? I mean, you can't go this, wrong this with any right of This is right up Ken's alley. Uh, I, Ken, Ken has a great read uh, I, I do usually. Chess, I don't feel. Do you, is chess yeah, a board game? Uh, or is chess like play it on a board. He's yeah. not playing chess. He's not, he's not it, that it, sophisticated. It is a classic board game, but he ain't playing no, it. He loves to sell you short in these uh, segments, Stone. Uh, he loves to. I'm, I'm with Ken here. He's not that I'm going to say chess. Well, you can be out on your own. I'm. I was like, it's Connect Four Clue. I'm with Ken. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go. You guys drinking the dew? You're sitting back. Connect Four is not a board game, by the way. It's that. It's got the apparatus. Uh, Classic game. Yeah, what, 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 it, what is it? Then? It's not on a board. It's this thing you drop yeah. the coins into. I guess it's just a game. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm I'm gonna say Clue. It was Connect Four. Oh but, no! But I love chess. Man, I stop. love chess. So this was, was another close one. It was a close second. I, it, I almost I had it. I love chess. I'm all over your number two. I'm all over your number two. Shocker! You're all over his <laughs> number two. Crazy. Yeah. 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 Here comes Big Mountain Dew. Two, yeah. Yes. What is my favorite flavor of Mountain Dew? Is it make one up? Is it just regular Dew? Uh huh. Is it Code Red? Uh huh. Is it Voodoo? Or is it Voltage? Oh, you, do you know what's funny? Has any of us tried had any of the Mountain Dews other than the regular one? No. I just drink the Diet or the Zero. I've only had the regular. I remember trying in high schools when they came out with the crazy ones because they had the thing with Call of Duty. They had the thing with uh, Ricky Bobby, too, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. Uh, I've tried it, but I'm not a soda guy. Ken, what, Well, what we've heard think? him. We've heard voodoo. him mention Voodoo. And we've heard him. What was the second one? So regular do the code, code red, whatever. I've heard him mention code red. I've never heard him mention voltage, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's yeah. not in play. I think it's a voodoo. He is big on the voodoo. He's talked a lot about the voodoo. Is this voodoo, your favorite? Voodoo is just you out right now most? because of um, Halloween. My I, favorite. Not I drink the most. My your favorite. favorite. I'll say voodoo. voodoo. Are you strictly like? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Do, you, do you drink anything other than Mountain Dew? Good question. <laughs> Good question. Yes. I, I love monsters. Oh, very okay. nice. Any other soda? Uh, I drink an occasional Diet Pepsi. Okay. Occasional Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. Looking out for his figure. Oh, the dude's got a lot of sugar. So. His, bo- his body is his temple. Yeah. I don't know. I, I say I say the uh, voodoo. 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 I gotta go voltage. I love voltage. I brought voltage up. What Number color? two again. What they, color is voltage? It's blue. It's blue. Yeah. yeah they that. don't have a diet voltage, so I I can't drink it that often. But oh boy, do I love me some voltage. So what is what is the what is so voltage is a different color and it just has a different yeah. taste. Yeah, it's, blue. it's the blue one. I think it's like blue raspberry. I'm not sure. Is, it's awesome. Is voodoo diet? They have a zero. And what about the red, code red? They don't have a diet. At least I've never seen a diet, okay. code red. Does Mountain Dew do an acai-flavored one? Yeah, yeah, that is going to be the death of me. Uh, and here's the grand finale, boys. Where's the one we've been waiting for? What is my favorite hangout activity? I think I know this. I think I know this. You can't just sit on the couch and do nothing. You, have to, no. you have to go do something, right? I'm very confident here. Oh, boy. Okay. So here's the options. Hike, target run. Bonfire or sporting event? Oh, wow. Well, well, we've heard these all come up. These, these, are, these, these was, have all come up. I, I thought it was ice skating because he, he talked about going to the avenue on White Marsh to ice skate. Well, he's with, brought up the Target thing. I've done that one time. He's brought up You're the Target so thing alive. multiple times. I've been to the avenue just ice skating only one time. Target's weird, man. That's a weird <laughs> hangout. <laughs> That's I mean, a but, weird hangout. And, and the bonfire, some... we've, heard the, we've heard him talk about bonfires. I've also heard him talk about hikes. Yes. Jeez. He likes the hikes. His favorite, though. Favorite hangout activity. I'm going to say bonfire because I think that's when Old Stone can pull a move or two. He, he or went, more to the point, they pull a move. He, yeah. just, he just he's just stone, and they pull a move on him. Yeah. He went. The mountain comes to Muhammad. He went to a bonfire with Kyle Irway. Yes. Last week, that wasn't a hangout, though. I think that was just guys. There was females there, but I didn't know any of the females. Did they but know now you, you do. Did they now. know you by the end? Uh, yes. Some of them have heard a lot about me, apparently, from oh, what I was told. Geez, I'm going Bonfire, because he okay. just fits All the right. brand. All right. I'm kind of leaning Hike. I, 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 you got to listen to Kenmore, guys. Wow. Hike He's got you figured one. out. Yeah. 
Number two, because you're all my number twos, yes. is Target Run. Target, Target is mecca for the females, guys. They love it. I can't explain why they love it. They love going. They love just walking around Target. I don't know why. Hey, it's, man. But, like, so is I mean, but it's that. You're, so you're like, oh, I need to go in aisle nah, five. I my, need to go my, in aisle three. My pastime sniffing the deodorant. You don't even go in for a reason. You just walk and you walk through the aisles. <laughs> And you walk. So you're like, hey, you want to? You, yeah. you, you, she gets yeah. on the hitch or whatever, yeah. and you connect, and you're like, hey, you want to meet at the? That, you want whatever? That is You want to meet at the Target yeah, yeah. in Owens Mills? That is happening. Well, not Owens Mills, but yeah. whatever. Hey, what, Cecil County. Wait, time out. One at a time. So you literally will be, suggest that right off the oh, right, yeah. right from the get It's, it's a because you can meet the person, you can talk to them while you're walking down. It's not a weird place to meet. It's public. It's a little I, weird. I, I mean, guess in fairness. Since there is a lot of different things, you can kind of learn about the person. Wait, get a coffee? Time out. Starbucks? Do you ever go on one of these runs and not buy anything? All the time. That's bizarre. All the time. That's bizarre. Except for you probably buy a Mountain Dew. You got to buy a Mountain Dew, right? You got to. He never doesn't. Do you do? Well, we go from one... This, never, this segment never no, disappoints. It, no, it does. It, it, it delivers. Does. Well, from one brilliant human to another, it's TMI with TIM and T-Bone, what you got? It's probably the nicest thing Ken's ever said about me. Oh. All right. Well, when I was at a Halloween party, hang out with my married friends oh, That's what you Monday. do. That is his brand. They... That's his jam. They talked... Oh, no chance to... <laughs> it's no chance to loon. No opportunity. <laughs> they... They talked about putting up their Christmas decorations the next day. Oh, no. I think it's too early. Want to hear from the people. 410-583-1057. When do you put up Christmas decorations? Not now. How long do you leave them up for? Do you wait till January, February, March? February. And I live in Hamden, so that's like, that is the top tier Christmas area for Maryland. You got a target? Some of my... (laughs) No, no target. Some of... My neighbors have already put up decorations. What what do you think? 410-583-1057. Want to hear from you. That's next on Inside Access. Inside Access with Jason Ken. Hot takes from the guy behind the glass. I'm in a glass case of emotion. TMI with TIM. TMI. TMI, my friends. Inside Access. 1057 The Fan. Yes, it's TMI with TIM and T-Bone. Get to it. The most wonderful time of the year. Huh. Once it gets to the it's end. It's not here yet. No, God, no. Once it gets to Thanksgiving week, you got Thanksgiving, you got Christmas, you got New Year's. Mariah Carey, she's working up her she's pipes already right working. now. Yeah. So, I was over at my married friends on Monday for of course. a Halloween get-together, oh. and... My friend Chloe was saying to Ryan that they were going to put up the Christmas decorations on November 1st, which is yesterday. I thought that was a little much. I have seen some of my neighbors. I live in Hamden. Oh, it starts so early there. It's 34th Street. Like, it's, you know, yeah. it's a big deal in Maryland. But I'm more of a once Thanksgiving passes, once Black Friday hits, I'm all for it, man. Go have at it. Sure. And then you can leave it up, what, maybe a couple weeks into January. I think that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe this is just recency bias because we've obviously lived through it in the past couple weeks. I feel like the holiday commercials, man, like they were out like Big beginning time. of October. Yeah, but Halloween candy was out in July, it seems like. Uh, no, you're right. And and look, I'm not going to poo-poo. 
a lot of people love Christmas time because it's like, oh, you know, it gets me happy having the decorations around. Have at it, but I don't know. Just just for me. I mean, are you guys with me? Like Thanksgiving. Well, you put it up after Thanksgiving. I, I know, you put the tree up after Thanksgiving. As the Jewish guy, I'm the yes. authority. Trust yes. the goyim. Yeah, right. And, goyim. Yes. I, said, I use yeah, that the goyim. You did use trust that the goyim. Yeah, it goes up the day after Thanksgiving. I, I think Black if you're doing Friday. it before then, you're faking it. You're it's it's too much fronting. Like stop. Yeah. Black Friday's the earliest. For and me. it's hard to keep the damn things alive long enough anyway. But the how trees. about the, then the lunatics that leave it up until like March? Yeah, man. Well, that's not, that's completely uncalled for. And, yeah, yeah. and look, once it happens, other I, side of the first New Year, yeah. he goes. We Jay? call our we call our trees Rodney. Rodney's in the backyard day after uh, New Year's. And then whenever they come to pick them, I drag them down to that's the uh, quick, man. I drag them down the driveway and he gone. January first. That's a quick the turnaround. Second, January second, whatever. Yeah, that's that's a week. How about the weekend after the first? Whenever that may I be. I don't know. I feel like we usually take them down right on the other side of the first because we got to get all the all the uh, stuff down before the kids go back to school and Lauren goes back to school. I'm not gonna do it all by myself. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And look, man. Once once that Friday hits, I'm all for it. I, I was very happy with the decorations in my house. Had the Christmas lights around yeah. my basement. It was it was really cool. It would be you, a great, you get a, you get a real be, tree, right? It would, oh yeah, you don't use a fake. No, no, that dude. That's a got to get a real tree. That's a tradition in my mom's. Stone shaking his head no on that fake tree all the way, all hey, the way. No. Come on, less mess all the way. No yeah. fuss. Well, so you sweep well, up a little bit, we, we, and you got and you got a living thing in your house we, that you have to help keep alive. That's good. I'm we, with stone. We do have a couple callers real quick. Four ten five eight three one five seven. By the way. If he had a real tree, he would pour voodoo Mountain Dew in there instead of water, I <laughs> yeah. think. In the tree stand. No, that's wasting it. Voltage. It's the, he's, well, sharing that's, a little, he's sharing some with his homies. That, that's what lights up the tree. You don't need electricity. Go. It's the voltage. Uh, let's go to Dana and Belkamp. Dana, you're on the fan. Hey, guys. Love the show. First time caller. Thank you. I just wanted to say that you are absolutely right. It has to happen after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. And funny story on that, I actually had a friend growing up, and his family celebrated Thanksgiving early so they could put up the Christmas. What? What? <laughs> How early? <laughs> just like a week or two. Wow. A week or two? <laughs> you, you can't just, you can't just <laughs> chin up a new holiday. Love the show, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Wait, just my... get the damn tree before Thanksgiving, but keep Thanksgiving. Why? Thanksgiving. Why don't Why don't you just Christmas in July? Just have like Christmas. A July. random Thursday in October. We're gonna have this huge meal at noon. Come on over. Yeah. The Johnsons. They put the yeah. tree up. Yeah. Call first. out of work. Take a buffer so, day like T Bone, so you can have fake. Yeah. You can have fake Thanksgiving at my house on October the twelfth. So that, that's bizarre. Do they have Black Friday following that fake Thanksgiving? I mean, well, they're not getting any sales. I don't think that works. They're not works. getting any any deals. Scott is a new freedom. That's What's weird. going on, Scott? Scott, Queen. What's up, uh, man? We got yes, you. Sir. All right. So there's a difference between Christmas decorations and winter decorations. Yeah. The winter great start about middle of the month before thanksgiving then your christmas decorations go up the day after thanksgiving you go get your rich tree and then you put up the three or four fake trees in all the other rooms wow that's a lot of trees well what are winter decorations i'm sorry it's like um, snowmen right snowflakes some snowmen some mm-hmm. snowballs some pine cones stuff like that that brings in the, yeah, that's a slippery slope hey. yeah, man, i'm down the clown with that I've been married for 30 30- Yeah, I, I, I got to say this, and it's, your phone's bad, so we have to let you go. 
I know I'm not the authority here, but that all sounded like Christmas decorations to me. Yeah, I mean it's a slippery slope. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a that's that's a fine line that he's straddling there. It is, but I'm. For I would that. say a snowflake I'll buy as winter. Yeah, frost. You start dipping into frosty territory. That's full blown Christmas. It's yeah. frosty Christmas. Frosty's yeah. Christmas. He absolutely yes, is Christmas. It's a Christmas special with a corn cog pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Uh. That sounds Christmas to He's, me. Frosty's down the clown with Santa Claus, right? Yes, he is. Isn't that the whole gist of the damn yeah. thing? They're friends, but Frosty's <laughs> the whole not story was out. about Christmas. It's a Christmas cartoon. I think it's in the song. It's a Christmas song. Yeah. There must have been some magic in that. How does the Jew in the room know this? <laughs> what? And what are you going to tell me? Rudolph is just a reindeer? You can put well, a Rudolph. No, Reindeer's no, really like the winter, no. so go put a Rudolph thing no. up. It's got Ru- nothing to do with Christmas. Rudolph. It just has to do with winter. Rudolph helps deliver the presents, man. He, That's an essential For, member by of the, way, the Santa So Claus. heat miser, snow miser. You could put them up because yeah. that's more about the... The season no. of winter yeah. and summer no. than it is Christmas. Yeah. Are we are we gonna are we gonna go there? Too? Frosty yeah. is absolutely Christmas. It's a Christmas yeah. cartoon. Yeah, I, I think I, again a, a generic snowflake I'll buy. Frosty now it's Christmas. We're now celebrating. Time, time Christmas. out. You can't put a snowflake up first week of November when it's seventy degrees outside. Well, well no, it's not seventy it, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He well. said middle November. Okay. He hey, coming up next, Ravens take on the Saints this Monday. They took on the, uh, the they they beat Tampa Bay this past Thursday. Had a bit of a break time right there. Yeah, it's been a, a minute. Ray Rice will get his thoughts on the Buccaneer win on Roquan Smith and on the Saints coming up next here on the Fan. Inside access on the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.